I was getting, I was getting a lot of no letters, and I kept some of the letters because it was like motivation for me. I was young in my coaching career. I did know that those guys I was coaching, this was their one opportunity. If you really want the players to like you, just make them better. If I want to keep playing this game, you know, as a job, I, I have to continue to get better at that. You have to figure out a way to carve out some value that you have that you can bring not only to your team, but also your profession. It's really good information, and I pick up little nuggets all the time. For me, it's all about confidence, man. You, you have to have confidence to be a shooter, to be uh, a basketball player in general, and to have success. You, you, it's all about confidence. If they walk a mile in my shoes, then they can bow like I do. But my game different, not the same with it. I travel now, y'all just change, pivot. Shooters, welcome in to another episode of the Shooters Touch podcast. I'm Brian Claude. My co-host Adam Veet is not with me tonight. He's probably just made 12 three-pointers in a row somewhere because he can absolutely still flame. But what we're doing today is we're going to go through and I'm going to mash up a few of our more recent episodes and just pull a few clips for you guys. Hopefully you've listened to all these episodes already. But we also know we have a lot of new people that are coming on board. And in case you haven't had an opportunity to catch up on it, this give you a little a little snapshot into a few of these conversations that we've had over the last four or five months here and talking with different players and coaches from around this state. It's a lot of fun. We've we had a really great time. We enjoyed doing this podcast, learning and hearing so much from each coach and player that we sit down and have an opportunity to chat with. It's been a lot of fun. A few housekeeping items. If there's somebody that you think should be on the podcast, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear more about some opportunities that are going on uh, around our state. And we want to hear more about those stories. And so reach out to us. Probably DM us on Twitter would be the easiest way to get a hold of us. Um, Or follow us on any of our social media platforms. You can definitely get a hang of us there somewhere. Another thing, too, is if for this is specifically for high school coaches, if you know of anybody still hunting for some games uh, for this coming winter, for the 2024 season here, then reach out to us. We are in the works of working on a classic in which that we might uh, host a tournament or four or five games on a day to fill some of those needed schedules. And um, if not, then too, we can also kind of help navigate a little bit of that we've had a few coaches reach out to us trying to fill that schedule so just let us know on that and if you haven't signed up for our newsletter yet we'd love for you to jump on and do that as well you can kind of get up to date some clips from each of the episodes you know some polls and some stuff that'll go out on there as well just another another opportunity to build a little bit of community within the shooters touch nation here and so jump on and do that but uh without further ado let's jump into this we'll go through and break down a few of these clips for you let you in behind the curtain a little bit on what's going on here on the Shooter's Touch. We appreciate you listening and following along. If you've been with us for this long, you already know. But as always, Shooters, shoot. This first clip here is from our conversation with Smokey Barr, Hall of Fame official. He also worked at the association up in Boone as the person who assigned officials and evaluated them. And so a lot of unique perspective from Smokey. If you've met Smokey, you remember him. He is a character. He was a lot of fun to chat with. We had a good time talking with him, full of stories. 
uh, just an entertainer uh, to say the least. And so this clip here is from when he got his officiating debut and had an opportunity to officiate a varsity game in his first game ever as an official. Oh, and it just happened to be a six-on-six girls game as well. And so this one's fun. We hope you enjoy it. He came back a second time and I said, you're still looking. I said, my dad did this. And I said, I can remember traveling with him many a night. And the people around me were all yelling and screaming at him. And I said, I'm not looking for something like that. And uh, finally, the third time, he said, you know, you just got to do it. That's that's all I got to say, because he said, I don't have anybody else. And we got to get you licensed and we got to get you going. So he's the one that got me started. And I started working varsity games now. Here's, as Paul Harvey says, here's the rest of the story with that. I got to uh, work a six-player girls game, my first varsity basketball game, and that's all he had were varsity games. And it was a six-player girls basketball game. And when we grew up in Algona, they didn't even have girls basketball. I'd never seen a girls six-player basketball game. And I'll tell you what, it was a treat. I'm, I'm sure I don't want a video back of what it, what it looked like, but um, and you can imagine in that, now, here's, here's a good story. The first night I'm out, this team scores, and at the, the forward score went in. Well, they turned and raced and went to the center line to get position. So on the throw-in, it's the next, because we had to throw the ball up to the other official. I throw a bullet pass to my partner, and this girl comes screaming around. I hit her right in the side of the head with that. I mean, I mean, it took her down right now. And I'm, I run up and I said, I am so sorry. And the coach comes out and the coach said, that's my best player. And I'm going, I, coach, I, I feel horrible. I, what was she doing? Why was she racing up the, to the center line? I figured they'd score and just stand around and wait for the other team to play the other three on three at the other end. And he says, well, that's how we do it. And I said, wow, I didn't know that, but I do now. And so anyway, that's, that's how it started. This clip is from our chat with Megan Meyer, senior guard for the Drake women's basketball team. And we asked her what her pregame routine was. And this one might uh, surprise you a little bit. So we go to shoot around, come back, I shower, and then I put like my uniform on right away. A lot of my teammates think that's really weird, but I have to put it on right away and then go eat pregame meal in my uniform. And then I take a pregame nap in my uniform. No so, way. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Always wow. have to get the nap in. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, I'm trying to put this through. So you, so you eat and nap in your uniform, like full uniform, like shorts and top Short or just socks. the top? Shorts, no. socks, and warm up. <laughs> Everything. Oh, Everything. warm up too. Wow. Yeah. So, this so you're great. like, so it, <laughs> this is awesome. I love this. So like if you, so if you happen to oversleep, you could sprint to nap and just like take your sweatshirt off. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> this next clip is from our chat with John Henry, the head men's coach, John William Penn. He had nuggets and stories for days. Talking with coach Henry was amazing. It was a lot of fun. This one, we kind of set him up. We were talking a little off air, and he was telling us how he had to kick a kid out of practice. And so, of course, it came up on the interview. Enjoy. We had, we had an episode tonight where I threw a kid out of practice. 
And maybe all you coaches listening or players or whoever uh, know how that goes. And uh, great player, great kid, um, but wasn't giving the effort that I thought he should as a all-conference player, possible All-American. Um, just because we play on Thursday and it's Monday today, I wasn't having it. And uh, I gave him the ultimatum of, you know, hey, I'm not going to I'm not going to give you his name. I don't want to embarrass him like that. I already embarrassed him enough. I said, either you do this drill hard this time or you take the day off. Well, I wish he would have just said to me, can I have the, you know, that would have been, been great. But as our leader and uh, great player, he gave half effort again. And he continued to do it. Well, I picked up a trash can and I was so mad, I slammed it on the ground. <clears throat> I didn't throw it. I slammed it on the ground because I was mad because this kid has been with me for a long time. So he shouldn't be doing this. And I said, you're out of here. Get out of here. And he walked over to the trash can and threw it against the wall. And I said, that's what I'm talking about. Get out of here. Recently, we sat down with Bowen Bourne guard for the UNI Panthers, Norwalk legend, and we talked with him about a lot of things, but most specifically that championship run that his team went on his senior year, and uh, most importantly, the championship game, and so he relives a little bit of that with us in this clip. Yeah, I remember not having a great, you know, a great first half, um, just individually, like I just remember not shooting it as great, um, which up until that point, like, I, I played so good um, my entire senior year. Like there was really not a single game where I ever like didn't play like good. Like, and so it was, it was a little weird. And I remember being like, man, like I wish like, why didn't, why am I not making some of these? And so just kind of throughout the game, um, just like stay aggressive, like stayed in the same mindset. And, um, and, and I do remember like the, uh, the, just the one stretch, like in the third quarter where I think we got it. Um, Uh, we were up maybe 14 or 16, um, you know, even, you know, at the start of the fourth, like we were up big and then Sergeant Bluff came back um, and, and within the last like three, four minutes of the game, like cut it to four. And, um, and so at that point, I just remember just being like, just stay afloat, like just, just make it to the end. Like, that's all I remember thinking about. And, and, and I remember, yeah, just a couple plays, like a couple of our guys, um, you know, missed back-to-back free throws and they came down and, and would make an and one. And like, we just had a ton of three-point plays or three-pointers that really hurt us. And um, and then obviously the end of the game, end of the game up four, um, I, yeah, I told everybody like, when you get the ball, don't touch it. Like, because in high school, the clock doesn't stop. And so mm-hmm. I think they had the ball with maybe uh, 30 seconds left or whatever. So I was like, don't touch it. Like, let the clock, like, tire shit like do whatever you have to do to let that clock run and so uh, they ended up missing a couple shots and and we took it out of bounds with you know four seconds and everybody was like hold the ball like don't throw it in and um and then yeah ended up ended up winning it and and yeah it was a pretty amazing feeling just to just to know yeah all your your hard work over the past um you know basically your entire life um and, and especially the last like three years uh was a pretty amazing feeling yeah to go out to go out like that because it it doesn't always happen that way in sports. So I felt, yeah, pretty lucky to kind of have like a storybook ending really. 
This next one comes from Coach Shirts. He's the head boys coach up at Ballard Huxley. Comes to us from uh, Alabama. And so it was interesting to hear a little bit of his story. He also uh, spent some time with the Iowa State Cyclones up there on their staff as well. And so he draws some comparisons between Auburn and Ames. And it was pretty interesting to talk to him about the setup down in Alabama and the differences between the University of Alabama and Auburn University. And this one was fun. Coach Shirts is a, is a good guy. He's a very supportive of the Shooter's Touch. We appreciate everything he does. And he's got the Bombers moving in the right direction. If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to that episode, make sure you go back and check out Coach Shirts. Uh, Auburn was a land-grant university, a lot like Iowa State. In uh, okay. uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama was the, you know, the the other school, you know, the maybe... I don't know. I don't know dates. I don't know if it was first or not, but actually when we moved to Ames, I thought, Oh, this is, this, this feels familiar. And so I actually yeah. compare Ames and Auburn uh, in, in a number of ways, the university, the size, the degrees they kind of offer and emphasize. And the only difference I say is uh, Ames has two downtowns. Auburn has one. So yeah, like exactly. college kids and the adults in Ames yeah. go to different places. Auburn right. just had one place. We've got three more here we want to highlight for you. We hope you're enjoying this. Hopefully you're getting a list, jotting these down, or maybe you've already listened to these episodes and it's just refreshing your memory. Maybe you want to go back and check them out again. At the very least, please tell a friend about them. That would be huge for us as well. If you could just tell somebody about Shooter's Touch and what we're doing here to continue to grow the game of basketball in the state of Iowa, we would really appreciate it. With that, the next clip comes from Josh Sash, the newly appointed head men's coach at Indian Hills. Congrats on that promotion, coach. Can't wait to see what you do there and welcome back to Iowa. Um, but in this clip, we talk about his brother Tyler and growing up and his love for the game of basketball and how those two sharpen their skills growing up in a college town. So Tyler and I used to go over to William Penn in the summers and I'm telling you, like the dude was like in sixth grade and he's playing with like college guys and like he's hitting shots from everywhere. He's throwing behind the back passes. You know, he was he was a special talent and, you know, he had some division one offers to play basketball. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, playing football at University of Iowa was something he didn't feel like he could pass up. So but his his first love, I think, was basketball as well. So. Just a few months ago, probably a month and a half ago, we sat down and talked with Tucker DeVries, fresh off their run through the Missouri Valley and then into the NCAA tournament. So it was a lot of fun to sit down and chat with him and just kind of pick his brain through that whole process and what they learned and what they're looking forward to. And so Tucker was great. It was, it was a lot of fun to learn a little bit more about him and his journey, the dynamics between him and obviously having his dad as a coach. And so that one you have to jump back and listen to. But this clip here, just Tucker explaining getting on campus while he's familiar with the guys, figuring out what his role is going to look like and what he's going to have to do to get himself some minutes. Yeah, I think, you know, the first thing that, you know, stands out from my freshman year, uh, those first couple couple weeks, couple months, was it, I 
biggest thing was I, I just had to make shots and survive on defense. Um, you know, but I, I was fortunate enough to actually have a pretty good um, first two months of the summer, um, you know, shot it pretty well and um, just started to get more comfortable every day. And, you know, as I got more comfortable, I was able to do a little bit more um, with the ball in my hands as, as well. Um, you know, I'd say coming into college, uh, I don't think me, my dad, the staff, nobody really knew how much I'd, I'd be able to do because, you know, in high school, predominantly had the ball. But then um, coming into college, you know, being able to make plays at, at that forward spot um, was, you know, a little iffy at first. And then, you know, as I got comfortable, it kind of expanded and it's probably grown each each day and still growing into, into this year and hopefully grow, expanded even more into next year. This last clip comes from Maya McDermott, point guard for the UNI Panthers. And she talks to us about point guard U and the fact that, you know, the UNI Panthers have traditionally had really good point guards. And that's a big part thanks to their head coach. And Maya jumps into that story and explaining and being fully on board with UNI, point guard U. better and dominate yeah. like what are your thoughts yeah. on that <laughs> well i mean starting off with with coach warren uh, dominating as a point guard i think um learning from her and just kind of looking back at the years um past and seeing all those good point guards go through the program i think it's it's an honor to be a part of that and it's an it's good to uh you know hear her out every day and um point guard you i, I would i like to i like that i like that and um hearing that you know, like I said, it's an honor. And I think um, Oakland with, with our new offense and our new pace every day, you know, he's teaching me all these, these great things. And then having Taryn, um, the, our other point guard come in and, and now the role that I have to fulfill is, is how can I teach her? And in turn, how can she teach me some things? Maybe not, I'm not seeing on the floor, but she's seen from the bench and vice versa. So I think the rich tradition of our point guards at you and I, I mean, look at Carly Rucker, um, look at all these other point guards going through here. They're very, very successful and it's good shoes to fill. And yeah, I'm excited for it. So point guard, you Oakland hit it on the spot. Shout out Oakland. I think, I think that's a good, I think that's a good way to put it. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I I've been impressed with what you've seen. That's it for clips today. Hopefully some of those motivate you to want to go back and listen to some older episodes. We have a ton. We we only scratch the surface with that. I mean, we've talked with Brandon Schwab, the Gary and Girls coach, Brian Nemeth, the Simpson women's coach, Katie, Katie Denebeer, point guard for the Drake Bulldogs, um, along with all of our Hoop Troop episodes as well here this past year. It's been a lot of fun. Um, Jake Hilmer was another one that we recently did that uh point guard up at upper iowa and so a lot of really fun and neat episodes there for you to go back and hopefully get a chance to listen to those and get caught up on all things shooters touch and of course the hoop troop episodes are out there as well and those are a little bit more timely as far as touching on topics in the high school world of basketball and games and what's coming up but those are a lot of fun as well as we bring in all the troopers and so thanks again for listening as always Shooters, shoot.